Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome into Wednesday's podcast. Jerry Jones had all the leverage and for some reason, he gave it all back to Zeke Elliott. When he gave him this huge new contract. Plus, Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk, joins us. Gives me his thoughts on Jared Goff's new contract. Let's get it. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the sunny, red-hot city of angels as we are. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Are we one day away from the NFL kicking off? One day away. Chris Sims will join us. Pro Football Talk and Football Night in America. He breaks down Notre Dame games. Talked to him about the Irish win over Louisville. Plus, talked about his horns taking on LSU. And more importantly, the NFL. Sunday Night Football this week. Football Night in America. Of course, they got the Thursday Night game, which is 
the longest standing rivalry in the NFL, Packers Bears, and of course they also have the Sunday night game, which is New England taking on the Steelers. Doug Gottlieb show brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Our national nightmare is over. No, not not that national nightmare. No, no, that one. Got more years. Um, no, our national nightmare is over in that Ezekiel Elliott will play for the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. As long as he ends up, you know, passing, you know, the, the conditioning test and practicing well and whatever. A uh, six-year deal which has been reported a $90 million extension, $103 million over eight years, $50 million guaranteed. It'll make him the top paid running back at $14.375 million. And so the Dallas Cowboys have themselves their star and really their best offensive player. Right? But they're doing that thing that Dallas does. Right? can't help themselves they can't stand firm they can't not buy the first thing on the rack patience wins the game and i would say that a lot of us are guilty of it you know heck my wife and i we bought a house last year knowing that eventually the housing market would cool would flatten and we could get probably a better but we just we saw one we liked and we thought we got a good deal on it as it sat for a little bit and we did but we could have done better Now, they have cost certainty. They have their guy. He hasn't been hurt. He does have his off-the-field stuff, which I'm sure they feel like if he steps out of bounds, they can get some of this back. And and I, I look, I get all of the logic. If you want to say he's the best back in the league, so he should be paid like the best back in the league, fine. But you gave away leverage, and you you bought the type of car, which is a, all cars, a depreciating asset, but this one depreciates at a remarkable rate. At a remarkable rate. Of course, Jerry Jones selling it, and I didn't feel like he was lying. I do think this was his honest thoughts. Here's Jerry Jones. He was on CNBC earlier today. Here's, here's G- uh, Jerry, Jera, regarding Zeke's new contract. Zeke has been arguably our best player, I'm not trying to be unfair to anybody else, but he's an incremental part to our success. Uh, We're glad to get him booked in. We're glad to have him uh, on the team. Sucker! Right? Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones relenting and signing and giving and signing off on the biggest deal on the, you know, basically on the eve of the NFL kicking off. When running backs are making less, when the Chargers are digging their heels in on Melvin Gordon, even if he has the best back in the league, like it doesn't, like he literally can't go anywhere else. Can't go anywhere else. And yet they go, yeah, we'll do that. What, what the Cowboys have done is the same thing that NFL players did when they signed the collective bargaining agreement. I'll take you back to when there was a lockout. Okay. When there was a lockout, the NFL players were days away from making the NFL owners cancel their first preseason game. And remember, NFL players don't make anything off preseason football. 
owners do. But because the NFL players worried that eventually they would cancel a regular season game, which would cancel their checks and guys needed to get paid, they signed a deal which was pro-owner. Right? Goodell still had power. They were still the franchise tag, though they had a better split in terms of uh, uh, football revenue. There's non-football related revenue that still was all going to the owners. There was just a lot of, they didn't have lifetime health care insurance. And the only way, the only way to make the owners feel it is to not show up for a regular season game or even a preseason game. And they didn't. The players had leverage, but gave it away. Jerry Jones had leverage. Yes, they can beat the Giants, the Redskins, the Dolphins without Ezekiel Elliott. And Zeke was under contract, had nowhere to go. And as much as you think, hey, it's goodwill, guys will love us for it. No, they won't. They'll want to get paid too. Because everybody thinks they're part of the solution, not part of the problem. Congratulations, you just cost yourself a cup more with Dak Prescott. Just cost yourself a cup more million with Amari Cooper. And if you ever wondered why there was a disconnect between Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones, between Bill Parcells and Jerry Jones, and the reason those guys have won championships there and championships elsewhere and he has not, here's your answer. Here's your answer. Because as much as he likes to talk about Zeke who and about, well, there's just so much pie to go around. The fact is that he's like, he's the guy who when gas prices hit 450, he's like, yeah, but I got a great deal on a new Hummer. And um, nobody buys Hummers anymore, Jerry. Really? A Humvee? Why would you buy a Humvee? Gas is like 450 gallons some places. Like, we're on to electric cars, green stuff. Now, you know, it, it doesn't mean that the Hummer's not a cool car. I like to have one. Just don't want my primary mode of transportation. It doesn't mean that $15 million, in truth, considering what Ezekiel Elliott brings you, as opposed to any other running back in the league, isn't, <clears throat> truthfully, a fair price. He can play on all three downs, and most running backs cannot. But you have to factor in the off the field stuff and you factor in the position and you had him under contract. And instead of drawing a hard line stance, you waved the white flag and said, uh, Jerry's got to win a Super Bowl. And it's better, better now than never. There's a reason since Jimmy Johnson left that building, they haven't won a Super Bowl. There's a reason that Bill Parcells ultimately gave up in his effort to rebuild the Dallas Cowboys. Two guys that have won championships there. Uh, one guy's won championships there, two guys that won championships elsewhere, and they both said, can't do it. Why? Because this is Jerry. And I'm not making Jerry Jones out to be a bad guy. He's not. But he wants to be beloved by former players. And you know what? Sometimes the best way to be beloved by former players is to say no and to build a championship team. And instead of winning for a year or two years, you can win for five years. They, they got to this point by being patient, making smart draft decisions, and not overpaying for some skill position guys. 
And so what do they do when they get to this point? The exact opposite. Right? Like, what more do we need to see about the New England Patriots and how they handle their business? That should be the model. And the Cowboys are like, eh, or we can just have highest paid guys at positions. Huh? Huh? We can do it. We can do it. So I think they got a great player. And I think, you know, I actually like this deal more than uh, the Michael Thomas deal. Like, like Michael Thomas is a big time wide receiver, but he's not a blur. And outside of catching the football, what does he do? Whereas Zeke can run it, can catch it, can block, can do all three phases. But you look around the league and everyone else is driving a hard bargain for running backs. And the Cowboys are like, yeah, but. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what? You know, what is the rule in real estate? Well, there's location, 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 but never have the most expensive house on the block, right? If you didn't know that, that's a rule. That's a rule. Never have the most expensive house in the block. Cowboys do. So, look, it's great for my fantasy team. I'm sure the numbers being pumped up, and when you see 90 million extension and 50 million guaranteed, those are all the positives. There's probably something which the Cowboys feel like they won. They're not going to put it out there. They're just going to celebrate it. But Jerry Jones had all the leverage, all of it. He talked about pa. He talked about he talked about the fact that you didn't need we don't need the leading rusher in the NFL to win now. We've had that three the last five years. Haven't won anything. He made good salient points. And he clearly tweaked them when he said, Zeke who? And they play as easy a first three games as you'll ever find in the NFL. The Giants are not good. The Redskins are not good and don't have their left tackle and don't have a quarterback. And the Dolphins are trying to lose. You can't start in better position than that when you're the Cowboys. If you're really a Super Bowl team, you can win without your running back for those first three games. But instead, he said, don't care about leverage. Just want to be the guy who is lacked, who makes these points about having the best running back in the NFL. They bought, congratulations, you bought the most expensive house in the block, which is nice to live in. But your return on your investment is not the same as if you bought the fixer up or down the street. Coming up next, Chris Sims from Pro Football Talk joins the show. What does he think about the Cowboys making Zeke the highest paid running back in the league? We'll discuss next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking no one should be celebrating more than Melvin Gordon right now, the Chargers running back who's also uh, under contract for the next two years and is still holding out. And I got to tell you, I don't see it. I don't see it. Because the Chargers are not the Cowboys. And Ezekiel and Melvin Gordon is not Ezekiel Elliott, nor does anybody think that he is. Nor does anybody think that he is. So, like, again, if you want to use raw stats, Melvin Gordon has one 1,000-yard season. One. And he has only played 16 games that one year. Right? In terms of receptions, he had uh, 108 combined the last two years. So just look at the raw stats in terms of offensive production and take out blocking, which is, is a big component of it, and Ezekiel Elliott is a really good blocker. But you take that out, and you're like, all right, so compare that to Ezekiel Elliott. Fine. Ezekiel Elliott has only played three seasons in the NFL as opposed to Melvin Gordon's four. 
He's played 15 games twice. He's rushed for 1,600 yards his rookie year, 1,400 yards last year. He's led the league in rushing yards per game all three years he's been in the NFL. And in terms of receptions, he had 77 catches last year. 77. Like, he's far and away better. So I love the idea of, hey, well, this running back got a deal. Why can't our running back get a deal? They're not even, he's not even in the same neighborhood. We're talking about the the Cowboys overpaying for the nicest house in the neighborhood. Melvin Gordon's not even in that neighborhood. He's in the neighboring town. You know, he's in the neighboring town. And, and if you want to be honest with yourself, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Chris Sims knows because he owns the nicest house in the nicest town, in the nicest part of that town. Of course, he works for Pro Football Talk. You can also uh, see him covering Notre Dame games for NBC and uh, Football Night in America for NBC. Very busy man. Um, we'll work our way back to the Zeke contract. But okay. in, in terms of Melvin Gordon, like I get that people might think, oh, Melvin Gordon now, he's got some leverage. Chargers are not the Cowboys. Melvin Gordon's right. not Zeke. That doesn't, this ain't changing nothing. No, I, I agree with you. And I heard a little bit of what you were saying there about that situation. Yes, I mean, first off, Melvin Gordon's a really good football player. There's no denying that. One, he's got an injury history. He's got a little bit of a knee issue. That's why this, the Los Angeles Chargers don't want to sign him or give him big-time money and, and be you know stuck with him for, for the future or too long-term future. But the other thing to what you're saying, too, the Dallas Cowboys are built around the offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, that's what they want to do. And the Jones family is on record saying that very many times. And to hear as of late to where they tried to finagle their way out of, you know, paying him top market dollar. But either way, Ezekiel Elliott is a special sledgehammer. I mean, he really is. And it's a lot of car crashes. And you can depend on him 25, 30 carries a game. He doesn't get hurt. You were right in the fact that he is a true weapon in the pass game. He's a really good pass protector. And for all the things that are positive about Melvin Gordon, yes, I don't look at him as being one of the the five best running backs in football. And as you know, and anybody who's watching NFL football, the Los Angeles Chargers are a throw-first team. They have built a team around Philip Rivers where they are going to air it out and then you know, keep you honest with Melvin Gordon in the run game and the screen. So it, it is. It's two different scenarios. And Ezekiel Elliott, you could argue, is as important as a running back to his team or is the most important running back to his team in all of football. Chris Sims joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so all that said about Zeke, and yeah. I drafted my fantasy team, and I think he's awesome. Cowboys did overpay when they had leverage, right? I mean, like, you got a soft start to your schedule. He's under contract. You could have won without him, and you gave away that leverage because this is what Jerry Jones does, Correct. Yeah, well, to a degree. I, I think I say this. I mean, you're right. It looks, at, you know, on paper that they should win the first two games. You're right about that. But I do think this week against the Giants is scary. The Giants' front seven's big. It's physical. It's built to slow down the Dallas Cowboys' run attack. It really is from that standpoint. And I think Jerry Jones, two things. He realizes he's getting old. We know that, right? He'd like to win a Super Bowl before he, you know, pa- passes away or dies, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, or anything like that, and he realizes he's in a Super Bowl window with maybe the most talented team he's had since the early 90s and the Cowboys and all that. So I think there's that aspect, 
And then here's one other angle that I do think. You know, the fact that he, okay, maybe overpays Zeke or whatever it is, Doug, regardless, he puts the pressure, he takes the pressure off himself and puts it back on the team. Because if things didn't look good earlier, we're all going to go, oh, gosh, Jerry, he's worried about a million dollars here or there. He's a billionaire. What's he doing? He's ruined the Cowboys' chances to win to win the Super Bowl. Now the pressure's off of him. The team's there. He can sit back, look at the coaches, and go, okay, I've given you everything. I've given you all the players. Now you guys better deliver. And I think that's part of probably the, the thinking or at least my two cents on the situation as well. Chris Sims joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple of the, the, the games this week. Let's start with the first yeah. game. All right, this is an, this is a, not only is it the greatest, the longest-standing rivalry in the NFL on the 100th right. year of the NFL, but it's also a really intriguing game because you have the Bears, who everybody seems to have forgotten were, very, were dominant last year, with the yep. Packers, who have tried to, tried to change Aaron Rodgers. Let's start with the Packers. How does this marriage work? I, I don't know how it's going to work. I'm happy, first off, that they got the whole audible thing figured out. I mean, uh, I'm sitting here looking at Soldier Field. I'm actually going there right now for a little walkthrough at NBC. Uh, but either way, uh, yes, I'm glad they got the audible thing figured out. I think it makes no sense whatsoever to implement a system and take away one of the greatest strengths of one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen and his ability to orchestrate things out of line of scrimmage and get you – out of bad situations. Why, if you're Matt LaFleur, wouldn't you want that? Your offense is kind of unproven to this point. This is only going to help it and, of course, make your star player and the best player in your team a lot happier, which will in then in turn make the whole locker room happier as well. Hey, I, I got a lot of questions. I think this is one of the, the head-scratching hires of the whole offseason. I mean, I, Cliff Kingsbury to the Arizona Cardinals, listen, I, I, I don't get that, but this one might even be more head-scratching to me. I think Matt LaFleur has always been a guy I looked at as being a potential head coach candidate, but I think it's too early. I don't think the timing was right, and i got to see this offense before I can put the, oh, I think Green Bay's going into the playoffs. I mean, this was the 25th-ranked offense in football last year with the Tennessee Titans, the 29th pass-rated offense in football under Matt LaFleur being the offensive coordinator. And I certainly didn't watch film last year and go, oh, gosh, man, this Tennessee Titans doing special th- special stuff. You know, LaFleur is a hot commodity. So yeah, I, I got to see what they are going to be on the field. I will say this much. The Packers' defense should be the real deal this year. I think that's encouraging. And I do think between LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator that the Packers might have some semblance of a run game for the first time in a long time which can help Aaron Rodgers. But as far as the Packers are concerned, overall offense, Doug, I, you know, I'm not sure. i got question marks about it, and, and hopefully some of them get answered tomorrow night. Well, look, the good news is they get a soft start, right? You play against the Bears. Oh, that's right. The Bears are awesome awesome, awesome on defense. But, you know, that you change, uh, you change to Chuck Pagano as your defensive coordinator. And then there's Mitchell Trubisky, who, like, look, probably the best thing he does is run around back there. He can be inaccurate right. pushing the ball down the football field. They run that yep. the Kansas City offense, um, uh, you know, in, obviously not as well as Kansas City. What are your expectations for the Bears? I expect the Bears to win the NFC North again. I just think they're too talented not to. I still think they're very well coached. I mean, hey, we can we can tick for tack. Who's better, Vic Fangio, Chuck Pagano? Okay, either way, I still think Chuck Pagano is a hell of a defensive coach. It's not like they're having to change their system around. They're both kind of 3-4-ish base defense. Vic Fangio may be a little true to form where 
Chuck Pagano a little bit more of a hybrid approach, but also both these guys have Baltimore defense in the team. It's schematical change from the Bears overall. Now, the big thing you said it is Trubisky, right? Him, you know, when when Matt Nagy can't dial up, you know, plays and great game plans and the run game isn't working, can Trubisky, like a franchise quarterback, carry them through some of those tough times with making plays, with making pinpoint passes, great decisions, and doing things like that that we expect out of a franchise quarterback? That is the million-dollar question. And you talked about his running. He's a dangerous runner. I want him to become more of a scrambler. You know, he when he tucks the ball, he looks to run like a running back. I think he will take his game to another level if he becomes a little bit more like an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes. When they break the pocket, they look to gash you with the pass game first. And then, if nothing's there, they'll tuck it and run, run with the football. But uh, I, I understand the concern with Trubisky. I still believe in him. I think he has uh, a tremendous skill set. He just needs to refine you know, his skills within the pocket, I think, to a degree, for us all to be real comfortable about where this Bears offense and team is at totally. Chris Sims joining us, uh, Football Night in America on NBC, plus he covers Notre Dame, and you can see him on Pro Football Talk. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jared Goff signs a huge new deal. Uh, right. What's your reaction? Well, I, I'm, I think the Rams were kind of like in a Nolan situation. I, do I think Jared Goff is a franchise like, oh, he can carry the team on a week-to-week basis and make special plays? No, I don't. He has not proven that to me yet. You know, I think he is massaged and game-planned around by a great offensive mind in Sean McVay to make sure he gets in a good rhythm early on in the game and make sure everything's going in his favor to where, uh, you know, most great quarterbacks aren't always privy to that. So uh, I think the big thing is this. There's not a lot of franchise quarterbacks out there. Uh, I understand the Rams. The perception out there is that, hey, Jared Goff took over and we go to the playoffs. We go to the Super Bowl. The L.A. Rams fan base, uh, the media around it, they all view Jared Goff as that franchise guy. And I don't think the Rams had any choice here in this situation but to extend Jared Goff and kind of go on with the future. I think they have concerns, too. But McVay has said all the right things to make sure that Jared Goff feels very confident in himself. The locker room feels confident in Jared Goff. But just like I talked about with Trubisky and some other quarterbacks in football, Doug, it's just really more about... You know, hey, I, 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 just about all the quarterbacks can hit a guy, hit Robert Woods 20 yards over the middle, wide open, because Sean McVay, you know, game plan great, great schemes on a week to week basis. It's those other times. It's when you're in Chicago or Philadelphia comes to town or the Super Bowl where, damn, the defensive coordinator has a beat on Sean McVay. Can Jared Goff make some of those plays consistently and dice up a defense like we expect them to? Those are things that still need to be uh, answered, in, in, in my opinion. Chris Sims joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, before we get to some college stuff and some Notre Dame stuff, I want to ask you about Sunday Night Football. Patriots, yeah. Steelers. Right. Uh, Patriots kind of interesting here, right? Like, Nikhil Harry's not going to play first eight games at least. And yep. we thought he was going to, you know, you can't have huge expectations of a rookie wide receiver, but there were more expectations he wouldn't play. Um, I get that they seem to figure out their defense. I get that they, they're a power-running team, but you lose your center. You're still trying to find wide receivers. What are they going to look like early in the season? 
Uh, that that uh, I mean, I, you hit it. I, I'm not exactly sure, and we never are sure with New England overall. Now, I, I would still think we're going to see something similar to what we saw from New England last year. I mean, New England made a transition to, okay, we're not going to let Brady throw it 40 and 50 times a game and just ask him to carry the team. They were a run-first football team. They want to pull guards. They want to smash-mouth football. That's why they were top five in rushing last year in the NFL as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, the David Andrews injury, I mean, Edelman just get back in the form. You know, Josh Gordon, all those issues, there's no Gronk. There's certainly question marks about the New England Patriots, and certainly more, I think, on the offensive side of the ball than the defensive side of the ball. If there's a year, Doug, where Pittsburgh has a chance finally to go to New England and win a football game, this is the year. I think just because of what, even what we saw last year, the style of play in which New England plays now, running the football downhill, I do think that plays into Pittsburgh's favor a little bit more than maybe in years past where New England would spread Pittsburgh out, right? And Pittsburgh couldn't play man-to-man, and Brady would just pick them apart, pick the zone defense and the Blitzburg zone defense apart, where now New England's not necessarily built that way. I think Pittsburgh is more talented, and the style of play that the New England Patriots play I do think fits uh, the Steelers as far as matchups are concerned a little bit more. More, I would not be shocked at all, and I don't know who I'm going to pick here yet. I'm very much on the fence if the Pittsburgh Steelers went up there in week one and pulled off the upset against the New England Patriots. Chris Sims joining us. You also covered Notre Dame. Um, yeah. They, they, they figured out kind of the option game and some of the looks that Louisville was giving them and figured out that Louisville can't stop the run, and they end up winning. Right. Uh, and look, it's only the first week of the season. you got a lot of new pieces, but, but the speed difference – did seem to be apparent, and Louisville's not a good team, right? Like that, there's a reason right. that they made a coaching change. Uh, did you see some issues with Notre Dame's overall team speed that will be problematic against more talented opponents? Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily totally worried about the team speed. I think that there's two things that jumped out to me about the game um, the other night that that concerned me as far, as, especially when you got to go play Georgia in a few weeks and things like that. You know, you saw it. I, I, they got gassed in the running game in the middle of their defense a few times. And I worry, really, I don't worry about the edge of Notre Dame's defense. I don't worry about their corners. I think they're, they're legit. But I do worry if they have enough man meat in the middle, enough big guys, enough big guys to sit there and go, oh, Georgia, oh, Michigan, okay, don't worry. We, we can be real stout up the middle here uh, and, 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 you know, make a mosh pit of the between-the-tackles running game. I think that's where I get scared with Notre Dame on the defensive side of the ball. You know, no Tavon Coney, no Drew Tranquil, linebacker. They're a little young uh, and raw there, so they're learning on the fly. And then, Doug, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, the, their offensive line can match up against any defensive line in college football. I'm not worried about that. I do want them to be consistent with the run game. You know, we're hearing Jafar Armstrong, their running back, might be banged up and not, not able to play. That hurts them because I think he's kind of a game-breaker at the running back position. But the, the other thing that concerns me is the, the nickel and diming of the pass game. You know, they, there's just got to be more aggressive uh, down-the-field throws, back the defense off to open up all the underneath stuff. You know, you sat there and watched that game the other day. How many times did Ian Book throw to short crossers and guys are about to get killed just as they catch the ball? You know, those are the things that worry me. If you go to Georgia and think you're going to play that way, no way. Georgia's going to run the ball right down their throat, and Georgia is going to kill some of those receivers going across the middle uh, if they're going to try to throw those dink and dunk type of 
passes to where Georgia never has to worry about behind them and they can just play downhill and aggressive. Texas trying to get back to the level they were when, when Mac was there. Huge opportunity. Obviously, we saw them against Notre Dame a couple of years ago. This one against LSU would bring even more respect. What are your expectations for the Horns this weekend? Okay, well, I, I mean, we're on the right track. I know that, and I know you've heard me say that. Do I think we're as talented as a team like LSU yet? No, I don't. Where I really worry about, I guess, the, the Longhorns more than anything is up front. You know, hey, SEC football, offense and defensive line, I mean, for the most part, the, the uh, teams, you know, teams like LSU, Georgia, Alabama, all those guys are going to the NFL. We have not exactly been a factory of sending out offense and defensive linemen out of Texas the last two years. Uh, I think Sam Ellinger is a hell of a player, dual-threat guy, but I do worry about we're a little pass-happy. If we're one-sided like that against LSU with all the athletes and team speed they have, uh, I'm just not sure if our run game is legit enough to keep LSU, I guess, honest in that department. That would be my big concern. And I do like the way LSU and that quarterback, what's his name, Burrow, mm-hmm. uh, I like the way he has looked. I mean, it does look like LSU's going to open things up a little bit more than usual which I think is going to make them a a little bit more dangerous on that side of the ball than we've seen in years past. Awesome, awesome stuff. Chris Sims, check him out tomorrow night, uh, football night in America on NBC. And, of course, you can watch him in his coverage of Notre Dame football as well. Chris, great stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Next hour, Matt Money-Smith's going to join us. He's a talented uh, NFL Network host. You hear him on AM570 in L.A., plus he... uh, He covers the L.A. Chargers for a living. Get his sense on how, if at all, this affects Melvin Gordon, that Ezekiel Elliott got the biggest contract we've ever seen in the NFL. Speaking of Melvin Gordon's contract or potential team he'd play for this year, it's part of game time. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet... There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right there, uh, Dan Pyre. Um... Yes, this is brought to you by Little Caesars, where you can get a large quattro pizza with four sections of classic Italian flavors for only seven bucks and only at participating Little Caesars locations, plus tax where applicable. What do you got? The game today, Doug, is real news, fake news. All right, real news or fake news that the Browns all brown color rush uniforms will actually serve as the team's primary uniform this season. Hmm. Uh, all brown uniform will be their primary. That's that's uh, fake news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. They asked the NFL to make that one of their primary uniforms, and it was granted. So the NFL saying, "Sure, go ahead, wear the all browns." It was very popular last year, not only because the Browns went three and zero, but it was a jersey that sold out in the team's pro shop. Browns are going to get a uniform change in twenty twenty. Maybe they will resemble this color rush uniform. Hmm. Hmm. Browns have changed their uniforms a lot, haven't they? Yes, yes. The latest, though, had the Cleveland on the front, the Browns written down the pants that nobody really seemed to take to. Just didn't seem like it was a great look. Was, yeah, I, I would. I tend to agree. This new look is sharp. I think a lot of people were wondering if they would go like a, you know, maybe a turn back the clock look with their new uniforms, but... I think this color rush thing has uh, something to it. Real news or fake news, Doug? The Chargers declined the Eagles' offer of a first-round pick for running back Melvin Gordon. Uh, That's fake news. You are fake news. It is. The reported deal from Albert Breer of the MMQB, which was declined by Los Angeles, would have sent Jordan Howard to the Bolts from Philadelphia with the Eagles and Chargers swapping mid-round picks and the Chargers paying some of Gordon's salary. One of the few offers the Chargers actually got for Melvin Gordon. Right. And the big the big hang-up is no one wants to pay Melvin Gordon more, or even maybe as much, as the Chargers want to pay him, in addition to the fact that they don't want to give up a first-round draft pick for the former first-round draft pick. So that's really why the Chargers allowed him to seek out a trade, because they knew what the answer would be and that no one really wanted to trade for him at the value, you know, at that contract. Real news or fake news, Louisiana Lafayette will accommodate the needs of Liberty coach Hugh Freeze for their matchup on Saturday. Sounds like real news. They're real and they're spectacular. Yeah, Louisiana Lafayette says, yeah, they're all for helping out Hugh Freeze. The question is, is if Freeze is going to be able to coach the game. A road game could be issues there, but Freeze says he's not sure of his plans yet. 
as he recovers from back surgery. So he had he had staph infection, right? Yeah, I, that, I, that's really the dangerous part. Is he had staph infection? It's not just it's the back surgery combined with the staph infection. And how do you how do you travel for that? But yeah, this is a weird one. Louisiana Lafayette says, "Hey, they'll make room for him." Uh, real news or fake news that the Tennessee player that retweeted a tweet making fun of the Vols losing to Georgia State has now left the team. Sounds like real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Yeah, <clears throat> wide receiver Jordan Murphy retweeted a tweet. That was poking fun of the Vols for losing to Georgia State and having to pay that school almost a million dollars to play the game. He has since deleted that retweet, but Murphy left the program, according to head coach Jeremy Pruitt, as did defensive back Terrell Bailey. I mean, one game in, but yeah, probably (laughs) not the smartest thing to uh, to retweet in the world. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Real news or fake news that the Major League Baseball home run leader doesn't play his home games in Southern California. I think that's fake news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Didn't hit one last night? We like to keep you up to date, Doug, and Pete Alonzo has hit home run number 45 for the Mets today. They're on top of the National 7-4 after that crushing defeat yesterday. But yes, Trout and Bellinger are sitting at 44, but Alonzo passed them with home run number 45 Did today. not know that. For people who don't know about that defeat, they were up, what, six runs? Yeah, they rallied. They they had scored like six in the ninth, and then the uh, Nationals came back and scored seven to win the game. Yeah, it was five or six. 11-10 was the final, and uh, yeah, it was five in the ninth, and then seven in the ninth for the Nationals to win it. That is the Mets for you, right? Yeah, they, they're, I mean, now they're five Are games they officially back. dead? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 getting to that point. There's There's a bunch of teams in between them as well. They're five games back at the start of the day of the final wild card in the National League. You've got Milwaukee, Arizona. Uh, the uh, Nationals right now have the top wild card. But, yeah, it's, it would take – I think it would take a minor miracle for the Mets to make it. Yep. Finally, Doug, real news or fake news, Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown is going to wear the Zenith Space Command helmet for the upcoming season. That sounds like real news. You are fake news. The Zenith Space Command was actually a TV made by Zenith. What helmet Antonio Brown is going to wear is the Zenith Shadow Helmet, spelled that's with an a, X. That's a trick question. It was a, that's why it was at the end, Doug. It's a the the end. The uh, Zenith Shadow Helmet will be the helmet Antonio Brown wears for the Raiders if he ends up playing, which I, I, week to week, day to day, who knows. But uh, that would actually be fake news. By the way, yep. my 2019 NFL predictions are about to go up on Twitter. Division set up. Playoff setup, individual awards. Going to put it up there at Dan Byer on Fox and, uh, yeah, roast away. You want to do that next hour? Hey, we can do whatever you want. Doug uh, Gottlieb's show, is it's your show. I mean, like, I'm okay discussing that. Yeah. I'm okay discussing that. All right. All right. That, that, that's Let's game time. It. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Yeah, so the... The Eagles rejected the supposedly rejected the swap for Melvin Gordon, right? So that the 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 two did talk the two sides, um, and I think it's fascinating, right? That here you have a guy like Melvin Gordon who I'm sure is upset, who probably views himself as, hey, if I'm not Ezekiel Elliott, I'm close, but he's really not. And you're only worth what somebody's willing to pay for you, and the Eagles don't want to pay that 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 freight. 
Jared Goff is now the NFL's highest paid player, but is he a system quarterback? Does it even matter? Find out next on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Boom! There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay out of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. So, um, uh, kind of lost in the news of Ezekiel Elliott signing for a mere $15 million a year is Jared Goff signing the biggest contract in the history of the damn league. Right? Like, I want you to think about this for a second. 
Zeke signed for $15 million a year, which, hey, nothing to wipe your nose at. Well, that's a lot of money. $15 million in one year is more than I'll make in my lifetime, more than most of us will make in their lifetime. And to make it in one year is pretty phenomenal. Pretty phenomenal. Uh, but Jared Goff's deal blows it out of the water, right? A four-year extension, which all told could be worth 134 That doesn't matter. $110 million in guaranteed. Zeke, $50 million in guarantees. Jared Goff, $110 million in guarantees. Yet, Zeke's is more discussed. Why? It's Cowboys. Why? He held out. Why? It's running back. It's interesting. So he's now tied to the Rams for six years, 161. He's scheduled to earn $4.3 million this season. It spikes up to $22.8 million in 2020. They're still getting him relatively on the cheap because he's on a rookie uh, one-year deal. He's 24 and 14 as a starter, but a lot of that includes Jeff Fisher, who sucks as a head, head coach, right? Jeff Fisher's offense is basically, why don't you guys go out and we'll try and find who's open. Jeff Fisher's a defensive guy, a run-the-football guy, but their offense was awful. Awful. Um, Goff has passed for 65 touchdowns, 26 interceptions, 9,581 yards. And while that may not impress you because you're sitting there going like, Sorry, that's how you sound to me. That's how my kids sound to me, or how I sound to my. No, I sound to my kids like Charlie Brown's teacher. Homework. But the Jared Goff is a system quarterback. Sean McVay made him. Okay, is Sean McVay going to be the coach of the Rams for here into the to the future? Uh, so Sean McVay, who we all think knows a thing or two about quarterbacks, right? Can we all say like that dude seems to know offense, seems to know quarterback. He signed off on this deal, correct? Right. So yeah. Okay. The guy who's the quarterback wizard, the guy who's the offensive genius, the guy who's turned around the entire franchise says this guy's good enough. They give a contract which says this guy's good enough and we're all supposed to freak out? Why? Why is, why is that what we want to do? If it's the system that he's playing in and he's the system quarterback, then what really is the issue? And now part of it, some of it is obviously, obviously, some of it is that uh, that we still hold Jared Goff's first season against him, right? When he looked like deer in the headlights. But remember, he hadn't played under center when he was at Cal. He hadn't played on good teams when he was at Cal. And, oh yeah, by the way, the second he got a good head coach, they became a big-time club. He's still young. He's entering his prime. Oh, yeah, by the way, we do remember the Kansas City game, right? Where supposedly Pat Mahomes is going to be the highest-paid guy ever, ever, ever because he's the greatest ever, ever, ever. Who won that game? Hmm. Who threw four touchdowns and didn't have an interception in that game? 
well, Kansas City's defense is not any good, and the Rams' defense is good, so that's why Pat Mahomes threw the interceptions. Okay. In the game of the year, he threw for 413 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, heck, even the first time they lost to New Orleans, he threw for 391, three touchdowns, interception. And oh, yeah, by the way, everyone likes to point out the blown pass interference call in NOLA, right? Everybody everybody wants to point that out? We do remember that the Rams got the ball, marched down the field, scored. We do remember that Drew Brees faded late in the season, faded in that game, and Jared Goff did not. So, do I think that Jared Goff is quarterback Jesus? No, I think Mahomes is better. You know? I'm okay saying Pat Mahomes is better. But I would also point out that Jared Goff threw for 4,688 yards last year. Whether he had Todd Gurley, didn't have Todd Gurley. Sure, they only scored three points in the Super Bowl. Patriots have made a lot of people look bad. He threw for more yards than Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson, and Derek Carr. Oh, well, that's not good enough. It's how many touchdown passes he threw for. Okay. He threw for more touchdown passes than basically everybody except, you know, except for Pat Mahomes. He's coming off a great year. He's not going to get worse. He's going to get better. He is a pocket passer, which does have an incredible amount of longevity. Don't believe me? And Jared Goff threw for the sixth most touchdown passes in the league. Uh, And, of course, they didn't really play last game of the season. That's behind Mahomes, Luck, who's not in the league anymore, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, and Ben Roethlisberger. And he only threw 12 interceptions as opposed to Big Ben's 16 and Andrew Luck's 15, which is the same number as Pat Mahomes. Is Jared Goff going to get better? Yes. Does he fit the system with the Rams? Yes. He's going to make a small amount of money this year, and this is kind of the back end to pay him as he gets a big boy football contract. Sure. Can we assume that he'll get better knowing the system, knowing the personnel? Yes. Will the Rams get cost certainty at the quarterback position? Yes, 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 yes. Now, would I have paid him that much? No, I probably would have found a way to, to, hey, look, dude, we paid you like the number one pick, which gave you more than any other guy. We stood by you after a bad first year. You performed really, really well. So give us a little bit of a hometown discount and we'll pay you for a long time. I don't think this contract is crazy. To find a quarterback in the NFL that not only can play, but can fit your system is maybe the hardest thing to do. And he does both. And he's super, super young as well. So, you know, I don't love necessarily how the Rams pay guys early and sometimes overpay, but that's not a terrible contract. He's 24 years old. There's a chance he can do this for another 15 years. He's not going to get worse. He's going to get better. Let's bring in Dan Beyer, who is about to post on uh, what online on Twitter put it on uh, Twitter on my Twitter handle just a little while ago at Dan Byer on Fox my entire predictions for the 2019 NFL season hmm. divisions one through four how the playoffs are going to play out who's seated where even some individual awards as well Doug 
Okay, so let let's start with uh, uh, who do you have winning each division? Right? You want to start with that? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, what's what? Let's start with the NFC East. That's the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants. And the Redskins, go. I like the Eagles to win that division. I have Dallas in second, and then I actually have the Giants in third. I think it, I, I do not believe in Washington. I think Washington can end up being a dumpster fire. I don't know if Jay Gruden's going to make it through the season. Uh, Giants may be bad, but I think that Washington has the ability to to be really bad. But Philadelphia and Dallas are obviously now. Did you go through the shoulders. whole schedule and give records? And, did not. And, okay. No. All right. Uh, NFC North. I've got Chicago winning mm-hmm. the division. I've got the Lions in second place, followed by Minnesota, and I have Green Bay in last. Why are you not buying Green Bay? You Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin, I know. Uh, former you, Homer, now trader. You know, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring something up that happened in Hard Knocks. Look at how intimidated Matt LaFleur was in addressing John Gruden about the field a couple of episodes ago. If he's intimidated by John Gruden, how in the world is he going to deal with an entire season with Aaron Rodgers? Like That, to me, is a bad sign when there were already questions about whether LaFleur had the pedigree to be an NFL head coach. Yeah, I think that was a, a big sign. I actually really like Detroit's wide receivers. They added Danny Amendola. You've got Kenny Galladay. They drafted TJ Hawkinson. Of course, you have Marvin Jones. And now you have a healthy Kerryon Johnson. I'm worried about Minnesota. Maybe Gary Kubiak comes in and saves the day. But I actually like Detroit to surprise this year. I will say this about the Bears. Uh, they have a remarkably difficult schedule. Remarkably, because remember, mm-hmm. they cross over against the AFC West. Um, now, the good news about the AFC West crossover is the two best teams in the AFC West are the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, they get the Chargers week eight, which means before they'll have their starting left tackle, before they have Derwin James back, I think they'll have Melvin Gordon by then. But they also get him at home, and they get the Chiefs at home as well. That's uh, week 16 of the season. But their schedule, I mean, think about who they, out of their division, they play Denver on the road. They play Washington on the road. Uh, they play Oakland on the road. Not crazy games, but those are made more difficult because they're on the road. Well, yeah, and remember, the entire division has to play the AFC West. So the Packers, I understand, yeah. but where they play them and how they play them. And then there are the, because they're the first place team, they play the Rams, for example, mm-hmm. on the road. They play the Cowboys um, at home on the 5th of December. That's the Cowboys coming off. Of Thanksgiving week, right? So the Bears have a diff. I I like the Packers to win that division. I'm I'm with you. I don't know about Matt Lafleur, but I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he wasn't intimidated by Gruden. Maybe he was intimidated by the fact that he knew Gruden was miked and he didn't want to mm. say anything stupid into the mic because he's not used to being on hard knocks. Fair enough. NFC South. I like the Falcons to win the division I this year. Matt Ryan seems to have gone from the most overrated to the most underrated quarterback in the league. And I think Calvin Ridley will get better and better outside of Julio Jones. I have the Saints second, Panthers yep. third, Buccaneers fourth. I'm with you. NFC West, I have the Seahawks winning the division. I think that the Rams are going to have a hangover. I don't believe necessarily in Jared Goff. I also don't think that we can just assume that Cooper Cup's going to be the same guy that he was. He, as Jared Goff's Who, who's favorite Russell, target. Will, who's Russell Wilson going to throw to? Uh, Tyler Lockett. They also had the top running game in the National Football League last year. They have got their now with their front seven. I think it is going to be very, very dangerous. They actually played the Rams tough last year, losing both series. They did. Uh, they, 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 they did. Uh, uh, they, and they could have won that last game. 
uh, which was which was super weird how they um, okay uh, AFC East yeah, East Patriots. I do like the Jets making the playoffs. I have them in second, followed by Buffalo and Miami. AFC North. I'm high on Pittsburgh this year. I think that they win the division. Great, they win Sunday night too. Yeah, the uh, ooh even as a six so at six and a half point underdog. Yeah, like them straight up. Ravens. I still have second. I'm sorry when everybody is going one way. I like Baltimore going the other. Uh, Cleveland. I'll believe it when I see it. Have them third and Bengals fourth. Cleveland has a chance to be a dumpster fire if the offensive line if, if they have an injury on that offensive line their line is not strong. Uh, AFC AFC South. Jacksonville winning the division mm, ahead I, of Houston who went for it. Yeah, I think the lack of Blake. Blake Bortles being there actually is very uh, refreshing. No offense to Blake Bortles, but that's very offensive that I said that. He was not good. The uh, Colts, I actually think, are a have a better roster than people give them credit for. I agree, but I don't think they have what Houston has. Houston has a good roster, sure, and I think Tennessee is a good team. I think that's a hard fought division. Uh, I I like I'm I like Houston to win the division again. Uh, Jacksonville to make the playoffs, and Tennessee and Indy to not make the playoffs. Oh, interesting. I, AFC West, I actually have the Chargers winning the division this year. The problem with the Chargers is injuries, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you, yeah, you, you just let them out. Yeah. You, you know, you have without three pro bowlers and without your all pro and Derwin James. All right, great stuff. Dan Byer's got that. Follow him on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle? At Dan Byer on Fox. All right, speaking of the Chargers, are they, should they be a favorite to win the division or get to a Super Bowl considering you don't have your starting left tackle? You don't have your best defensive player in Derwin James, and you still don't have Melvin Gordon. Will Melvin Gordon show up in time for week one or week week two of the season? Find out next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show here on... The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this guy is super talented, super busy, and good at what he does. He's Matt Money Smith. You see him uh, around noontime on the NFL Network. You hear him if you're in L.A., on AM 570, part of Petros and Money. No, really, their show is called PMS. Can't make that up. And, of course, he also is the voice of your L.A. Chargers. And he joins us on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Money, I've, I've been trying to explain to people, on how, like, I get comps in real estate, right? I get the idea that, oh, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and the, the Dallas Cowboys are going to spend $15 million on a running back. Why wouldn't the Chargers put... That ain't the Chargers because, one, they're not the Cowboys, and, two, Melvin isn't Ezekiel Elliott. Do you think the Chargers relent and change their stance? No. No, I don't. I think um, that's why Tom Telesco came out and said what he did. Um, and, and I, I mean, you know, not only this past weekend, and Tom, the general manager, but before that when he said, you know, hey, Melvin, you'll find a trade. I think because he knows what the market is. Um, and Jerry clearly, Jerry Jones in his history, has never cared about the market. Um, and historically, everybody knew this is the way it was going to go for the Cowboys because historically, Jerry always relents and capitulates to the player. And that's just reality of it. It's what he's always done. The Chargers never have. You know, they, they draft well, they develop, and they reward their players. Um, and if you look at their roster, they've been compensated handsomely. Occasionally, they'll dip into the free agent market like they did with Okun and, you know, hand out a $60, $70 million deal here and there. But for the most part, they draft guys, and then they reward them a year early. And, you know, that's kind of what they did, and that was the plan with Melvin. And I think when, when Tom and John Spanos, you know, kind of drew up what the extension was going to look like, they probably thought they were giving him not only what he wanted, but maybe a little extra because they have their sights on a Super Bowl this year. And it's like, hey, you're going to slot in right underneath David Johnson ahead of Devontae Freeman. Um, you're going to get, you know, franchise tag plus 50-year option in addition to an extra six, seven million bucks. That's, you know, probably market, if not a little above market. All right, let's go. Let's go win some games. And I think they were really floored by his reaction. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And I also uh, I, I think they thought he was bluffing. Right. I, I think they thought that when he said you got to let us know by Saturday or move, we're moving on. And they're actually moving on. They're like, no, no, we this 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 is not a. When we say last and final. This is last and final. It's actually what we mean. Whereas you know, Jerry Jones obviously can say, I don't want to pay you got pay you top of the market, but Jerry Jones has done that before. Right, and that's and, and Zeke knew that, and Zeke's agents knew that because they're like, hey, historically, man, you just hold out, and you and look, and Zeke also. There's one other thing he's got in his corner. He's the best running back in the league. Yeah, so it's like. 
hey, you've got that going for you as well. If anyone said, who would you rather have, Zeke or Todd Gurley, forget the stuff off the field or injuries, I guess, if you're both in your peak, people are going to say Zeke. Um, Melvin's not in that position. You know, Melvin's just not in that conversation. He's a really, really good back. And I think especially considering his injury history um, and the fact that if you re- if you really think about it, he's had, um, for the most part, three quarters of a season, two years now that have gone really well. And then whether it was injury or wearing down, you know, he's never quite had that one complete season of dominance like David Johnson did to get that contract that he got. So I, I think it was I think it was fair. And I think what the responsibility and it's not really on Melvin, you know, it's on his agent. And it's on his agent to say, hey, look, man, we tried. We dug in. Uh, they called our bluff. 20-some million bucks is still a pretty good number guaranteed. I think we're getting out of this contract probably with close to 30. I feel good about it. I think you should feel good about it. Let's go Let's go play football. Because, look, the guys love Melvin, and Melvin loves being in that locker room with the guys. And I think he legitimately misses it. That's why you're seeing him so active on Twitter, retweeting his teammates' stuff all the time and, you know, retweeting other guys' stuff. I mean, he's a, he's a football guy. He really does love this game. And, and I think he legitimately misses it. And I wish he'd be getting different advice. Do you think he ultimately shows up this week? I hope so. You know, I, I hate the idea that this is someone who's going to make more in this one sale. Look, I want the players to get paid. We all do, right? We want these guys to get their money. It's a, it's a 7 to $15 billion a year business, depending on what numbers you look at. I want the players to get theirs. Um, this year, he can make more than he would have made in the previous four combined. So the idea that he's, you know, not able to cash a check for three hundred seventy-five grand you know, this coming week for his week one, and he misses out on that, and those those numbers just content, you know, continue to add up, is a, is a big bummer. Um, and, and I hope he comes in. Now, I think the Chargers also, unlike the Cowboys, you know, depending on what you think of Pollard and what they really thought of Pollard, they do believe in Justin Jackson, Troy Main Pope, and especially Austin Eckler, and think that those guys will be able to get it done as a committee. Um, you know, no one player on this roster is going to replace Gordon, but I think they feel pretty good about those three combining to be able to come pretty darn close um and that's what another reason why i think they were like you know what we have started we have started season slow we cannot afford this distraction not when we believe we have the talent to win a super bowl and you got a really good Colts team that's got a chip on their shoulder clearly because of what happened in their offseason coming in so let's just move on and if he wants to be here great if he doesn't great doug gottlieb show here on fox sports radio that's the voice of matt money smith um, not discussed, but I, I know it's discussed within their front office is next year. Yes. They got to figure out Philip Rivers deal. And obviously they just extended Pouncey, but what about Joey Bosa, right? They, like they had a holdout with Joey Bosa and he hadn't even played a game yet. It was over some contract language. Like Bosa is going to ask for the moon, the stars and the sun and that, that not really the Chargers like to get you for a little bit less, a little bit early. It feels like we're setting up for a showdown next next offseason. I think so, um, especially if, if Bosa plays at the level that, that the team thinks he's going to play at this year and he thinks he's going to play at. And then just having seen him uh, in some practices and the way he's moving, look out. I mean, he's. I think people forget that how talented he is. Uh, what a complete defensive end he is! The way he will he will wreck the run, he will set an edge and hold it, uh, and how quickly he can get to a quarterback. How good his hands! Probably got the best hands in the NFL of any defensive end. I mean, he and Aaron Donald could probably go, you know, mono e mono mono e mono 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 e mono. Uh, there you go, mono e mono. When yeah. it comes to that particular skill, um, and you know what that's worth. 
And and you said it, you know, are the Chargers going to be comfortable swallowing a $120, $130 million pill if that guy ends up with, with 18, 20 sacks this year and, and it's one of the, you know, reg, it's recognized as the best defensive line in football because that's what they're going to have to do. Um, I think the I think the economics of football have changed quite a bit, you know, from when the Chargers were dealing with holdouts with Vincent Jackson. They're moving into their new building next year. Uh, that's going to provide some financial windfall for them. The TV money is just so different than what it was. Um, and, and I just kind of know how they feel about that guy inside that building. Um, so I'd be, I'd be really surprised um, if they didn't get something done. But I think you're right. I, I think it'll play out. It'll, it'll be elongated a little bit. It might look like the Aaron Donald deal did for the Rams, um, you know, two years ago when he doesn't come to camp at all and then shows up. And then the next year he doesn't come to camp at all and he gets his deal. Matt Money Smith joining us, AM570. He covers all of LA sports. Plus, you see him on the NFL Network. He calls the Charger games for a living. But uh, being one of you and, and Petros Papadakis, being the voice of kind of LA sports, what's your reaction to Jared Goff becoming the highest paid player in the NFL? I was surprised. You know, I, I thought they were going to make him play it out. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll eat that, that pro. And, and I guess, kind of as I thought about it last night, what I took away was. It's a team that believes they can win the Super Bowl, and you don't want any distractions. If you believe you can win a Super Bowl, you go out, you get everything settled so there are no issues whatsoever going into the season, uh, and you go get it. And I think that's probably the way they looked at it, is you can't afford to have Carson Wentz's deal done, and these deals are just going to get more and more expensive. So if they go to McVay and they say, hey, you believe in the guy, and he says, I believe in him enough. I think we can win a Super Bowl with him. That's clear. You know, he's right. gotten better every single year. Then you just pay him. And you recognize that you said it. You know, what are the comps? You know, the comps are what they are for that position. But it's made. Well, well and, and, maybe, you know, maybe, and maybe 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 Matt, to, to further my point, look, I would have liked to have done a more team-friendly deal, right? Like, look, dude, we, we look at all the pieces we put in place in order to allow you to succeed. But I also think it's possible, and I went to Rams camp, and I said this to everybody. They said, what's your one takeaway from Rams camp? I was like, Jared Goff looks like the dude. He just does. Like, total and complete command of the entire offense, of, of really the scrimmage and the practices. Um, when they scrimmaged the Chargers the first day, I mean, he was utterly and completely dominant. And he, like, he has not come close to reaching his peak. And... Like yeah, is he a is is he a system guy? Sure, but that's the system they're going to have, and he fits it. He knows it. He's going to grow into it even more. Like I don't think it's crazy. I, I I personally would have driven a harder bargain. That's just how I do business. But I don't think it's crazy. Well, you know, I, I think this is the this is the one issue with with that position, Doug, and it's and it's something that I push back on a colleague of mine over at NFL Network that I respect the heck out of Jim Trotter, um, and that is that. You know, they, this isn't about players. It's about agents, you know, and Jared Goff's agent can't take, can't, can't take that deal. He's the same agent for Carson Wentz. So he can't allow Goff, who went to a Super Bowl, who has, you know, if not similar, better numbers than Wentz. He's got better numbers than Wentz. He's been healthy. Wentz hasn't. He can't allow his client to take a smaller deal, right? He just can't because then he's going to get negatively recruited by every other agent for all the quarterbacks that are coming out of college. Like, hey, man, you go with that guy. Look what he did to golf. This guy just won the – you know what I mean? If he wins the Super Bowl, that's the problem. It's not, it's not the owner-player relationship. It's the agent 
determination to always top the last deal, that you can never do a team-friendly deal unless you're Tom Brady and you're in year 20. Then you can start doing a team-friendly deal, you know, and because the, the AD doesn't care at that point, whatever, right? So I think that's, unfortunately, that's, that's the poison in the well is that those agents, and I'm not saying they don't have to do it and they do the right thing for their clients because they get them more money and good for them, but that's, that's the obstacle that'll never be able to be eliminated. That agent has to get more money for the next contract or he or she did not do their job. Matt Money Smith joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. One of the voices of LA sports, Ian Petras Papadegas on our uh, AM five seventy affiliate. Um, what'd you have for dinner last night? You know what? It was my uh, daughter's last last night. She's on a plane right now, headed to college. So wow. we, uh, yeah, we grilled up her favorites. Mom made her uh, her favorite enchiladas. I made the uh, the tomahawk steak on the grill. Ooh, tomahawk over. steak! That's yeah. that's high dollar. That's the NFL Network money. <laughs> exactly. Nope. But but the so, ench- uh, enchiladas would that count as Taco Tuesday? I would say so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a Taco Tuesday. Do we do we have to pay LeBron now? Is that what's happening? Is he going to take that uh, that trademark away from Taco Time based in Wyoming? Is that is that the, the world we're living in now? So yeah, a little Taco Tuesday. I, I yeah. asked you. We actually, I, I did. I picked up ground beef, made some some beef tacos last night. It's Taco Tuesday, right? right? And I, I just wonder. I, I don't know. I mean, the the word that 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 I feel like comes is either aloof or obtuse. Like, it's one thing to do the Taco Tuesday thing if you're in Ohio, but you're in L.A. and, like, look, Laker fans love the Lakers. You, you've you dealt with them for, was it 13 years? How many years your show's been going? Uh, with Petros, 13 years. Yeah, 13. Been doing sports in L.A. since 96. Okay. Like, dude, you can't be doing all this stuff and not having one. They haven't even gone to the playoffs yet. I I... I, I feel like he's so far removed from reality. Like going after Taco Tuesday thing will will make him fewer friends than anything. How what do you think about what like LeBron's latest kind of thing, if you will? It's hard to figure out, right? Because Laker fans are the most myopic fans in, in town for certain. Uh and and likely maybe save the Knicks in the NBA, right? So they're, they'll forgive you any, they'll forgive all your sins. But this one's weird because it's the taco capital of, of the nation, maybe of the world. I mean, if you really want to get into it, you can do a taco tour in LA and it will blow your dome how good and how different all these different taco shops are. Um, so I don't think, it, and look, we know how important the Latino fan base is. I mean, that's, that's the foundation of, of fans in L.A. They are our most ardent supporters, our most vocal fans. Correct. Uh, dedicated fans. And I don't, I don't know if they're I, – I, I can't speak for them, right? I don't know how they feel about him trying to trademark topic, Taco Tuesday, but I certainly thought it was stupid um, and tone deaf, uh, much like when he tried to trademark the shop. And it's like, wait, people have been doing the barbershop it for a long time and like you want to trademark it now so there's certainly you know multiple issues with with him and i i i guess the best i mean you mentioned is it obtuse is it a sense of entitlement i don't know what it is but it's certainly odd um he's very lucky place for the lakers because like i said that fan base is more understanding um than any other and you can just hey take a look at kobe Take a look at Shaq at their transgressions over the course of their careers, and they'll fight you if you say a bad word about either of them. Yeah, but then you start poking the bear, talking about Taco Tuesday. I don't know. It just 
it it feels like I'm with you. It's 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 odd. I mean, it's been a very strange relationship. Uh, no victories. I mean, remember how it started, and the fact that hey, Blaze Pizza, he's a part owner. I'm not saying. I'm just saying West LA, and you got a hot summer day, and people are standing outside at an asphalt parking lot. You know, that probably feels like it's 115, waiting for this guy to show up, and he never shows up. It's like, okay, way to go, man. Way, way to post that on your Instagram. Um, so there's, there, look, there's, there have certainly been missteps, uh, you know, basically getting the guys traded, the young guys traded, um, you know, the rumors that were out there about how he tries to take over an organization from, you know, the equipment room to the clubhouse to the front office, uh, and whether or not LeBron was the guy behind the deals for Anthony Davis and Danny Green as opposed to Rob Palinka, and really all Palinka did was hire the coach. Um, you know, it's what you sign up for, right? You want to go get LeBron James, you know you're getting LeBron James, Inc. You're not just getting the guy. And I think that's, you know, we'll see whether or not L.A. fans care or not as long as he gets, you know, the Lakers winning games again because it's been six years and it's just such unfamiliar territory for that fan base with this team to be this bad for this long, and it's almost like they'll just sign that deal with the devil to get him out of this rut. Awesome stuff. Matt Money-Smith, check him out AM570, of course, for the NFL Network. Calls Charger Games for a living. He's a very, very busy man. Um, your daughter's in college. You're also old. Sorry. Just yeah, very old. old. It's, uh, I, I certainly feel it today, that's for sure, Doug. Good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Anytime, man. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Will Mitch Trubisky be the next highest-paid quarterback? In the NFL. Find out next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from the Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Our guy Leap Show here on Fox Sports Radio every day at this time. We'd like to play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1, we call it. And now... What Does the Fox Say is brought to you by Little Caesars, where you can get a large quattro pizza with four sections of classic Italian flavors for five bucks and only at participating Little Caesars locations, plus tax where applicable. This was Dan Patrick earlier today talking about Jared Goff's new contract and who will get paid next. Jared Goff is now the highest paid player in the NFL. I would have waited another year and, and just to see how those two mesh and, and, you know, roll the dice on this. But this is both sides saying, okay, let's let's sort of meet halfway and take a chance on this. But why is it Jared Goff deserves more than Russell Wilson? This almost feels like quarterback agent collusion. Like the the agents for all the quarterbacks in the NFL are in this, you know, agreement together, whether they talk about it or not. I'm next up, $1 more. Really? I'm next up, $1 more, because it's good for all of us. It's good for our clients. It's good for us because we get whatever percentage of it. It, it feels like a, a thing that's going downhill that the NFL teams can't stop. Yes, and somebody's going to have to break the chain because you can't sit here and tell me in good faith that Mitchell Trubisky Jr. the third is going to be getting paid more. I'm sorry, Paulie. Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the next man up, and all of a sudden he's going to get $100 million guaranteed. Yeah, look, the, the Dak Prescott one is going to be the most interesting because he's actually gotten the least amount of money and he's on the most prestigious team. But n- like Mitchell Trubisky, no one views him to being one of the elite quarterbacks, even if he's on one of the elite teams in the NFL. That whole thing is fascinating. Fascinating. Like, what do you do if you're the Cowboys? Um, and the thought is the longer you wait, the more it costs you, right? The same deal was done... Months ago, would have cost them less. Instead, now it costs them more than Carson Wentz. But but I, I also think that it's the Rams see something in Jared Goff, a different Jared Goff that I saw as well. You could see it. You could feel it. He's a different quarterback having the positive experience he had for the most part in the playoffs last year. What does the fuck say? You pointed out I'm eating soup. I'm eating soup because it's freezing in the studio. Now, it's it's hotter than Hades outside. It's freezing in the studio. Absolutely freezing. But I don't mind that. I like cold. Cold I can take like crazy hot in here would be just felt disgusting and couldn't take. Did you guys see this from Antonio Brown? Uh, Antonio ba- Brown posted this on his Instagram. And so... Uh, Brown's response to um, this fine. So apparently he's been he's been fined fifty four thousand dollars from the Raiders. 
His response one, the response is, in, in part was, everyone got to pay this year. The notice, which is posted on Instagram today, was from Mike Mayock, who informed Brown that he was being fined $13,950 for missing a walkthrough on August 12th, an unexcused absence. Brown was with the team in Winnipeg for a preseason game that day. The letter also mentions that the team previously had fined Brown $40,000 for missing camp on August 18th, the day the GM issued the ultimatum saying it it's time to be all in or all out. I, what do you, Ryan, what do you think Antonio Brown thought would happen when he posted this? I think Antonio Brown, and you've talked about this with other athletes. I think Antonio Brown has a social media, I don't know, you say addiction, I'll say fixation. And it's the idea that, you know, everyone's out to get me. How can they be doing this to me? And he would post that thinking that he would get a positive reaction like, oh, how I agree with you, Antonio. How could they do such a thing to you? Yeah, when I look at it and I think he looks like the biggest clown on earth. Wait, he was with the team in Winnipeg and he missed the walkthrough and he thought that this would somehow win him fans or win him support on social media. Like what else were you doing in Winnipeg? I also noticed uh, Jeff Schwartz, former offensive lineman, joins various different shows on this network, including ours. He pointed out that one of the other fines that he received, which was for skipping practice, was cited as the same day that Mike Mayock came out and had that impromptu no, we, press we conference. Talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was obvious Mayock was pissed. And the, the best way to say you're pissed is to do it with a fine. So, yeah. I mean, but who who do you think he thought he was going to win over? Right? Like, all the rest was like, wait, wait, all you do is show up and you would have 54,000 more? That, that sounds like the dumbest thing ever, right? Wait, I, I just got to show up and I don't have to give you any money. Well, how do I do that? But that's like the, that, that's that, that's like some of these guys when they go to a club, they get paid to go to show up at a club, Right. Or I get paid to make an appearance. And you're sitting there going, this is the easiest money ever. You pay me how much? Sure, I'll do it. It's one of those things that I I don't think, whether it's you want to blame Mike Tomlin or Ben Roethlisberger or blame whoever you'd like regarding the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think they're completely off the hook in this situation. I do. But the more stuff happens, the more you look at it and you just go, wow, Antonio Brown is a serious problem. Well, he's just an idiot. He's just an idiot, you know? And while he may have enough money that it doesn't matter, it always ends up mattering. It feels like if you're going to waste $54,000, if you're going to waste thirteen, almost $14,000 to not go to a walkthrough when you're already at the site of the walkthrough, I mean, what are we doing here? I, I think this, I think this preseason has completely wiped clean any blame the Pittsburgh Steelers have for the Antonio Brown departure. Now, could his behavior be partially because they allowed him to get away with it? Sure. But I I think in terms of public opinion, you can't find anyone who thinks Antonio Brown looks like the winner and the Steelers look like the loser. That's what the Fox said. 
All right, coming up next, Mark Dominic's a former general manager in the NFL. We'll get his thoughts on Zeke's new contract, Goff's new contract, and how the Raiders are handling Antonio Brown. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Farmers at Farmers. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay at the game. Put their experience in play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. All right, welcome in. Mark Dominic's going to join us in a moment. He's a former general manager in the National Football League. We'll get his thoughts on the two big contracts and what in the H-E double chopsticks is Antonio Brown doing? Plus, there's lots of interesting teams in the NFL. I think Bears-Packers is duly interesting. Packers hiring a guy who many think is taking on a job maybe he's not ready for. And the Bears are trying to repeat their effort they had last year, but the division is far more difficult. I want to ask him about a bunch of different things. Let me get to the stories of the day. Two stories. Uh, The one you will probably most hear about is that of Ezekiel Elliott. Signs a deal. Uh, reportedly six years, $90 million, reportedly $50 million in guarantees for four years. That'll put him at 15 per ahead of that of Todd Gurley. But some of the details are left out, which leads you to believe that maybe it's not better than Gurley's on some aspects to it. But this is what the Cowboys do. And, and no one is arguing that Ezekiel Elliott is among the best backs, if not the best back in the league. The, the problem is that he was under contract. They could have driven a harder bargain, They did have three winnable games to start the season, and you probably could have grinded him. You could always do this deal. Always. I get that you get cost certainty, but I'm not sure the price isn't overpaying for uh, the type of asset, which universally is declining, even if Ezekiel is just entering his prime. Nonetheless, that's the choice they made. Then the other big contract is actually twice as big. Jared Goff signs the biggest contract in the history of the sport. Wow. Wow. Jared Goff. But remarkably productive, also only 24 years old, perfectly fits what the Rams want to do. And having been to the Rams camp, I can tell you he does look better than he looked last year. And last year he threw for nearly 4,700 yards. Let's welcome in uh, Mark Dominic. 20 years of scouting in the NFL, former GM, tons of front office experience. Of course, was the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can hear him on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Let's start with the Cowboys. What are your thoughts on Jerry being Jerry and paying top dollar for Ezekiel Elliott? Well, you know what? In in a way, I think it's actually um, a good deal for Zeke Elliott and a decent deal for the Cowboys both ways. I I agree with you. I just heard your statement. We've got to see how this contract's really structured and laid out in terms of where's the guaranteed money really coming from? How's it getting paid out? How fast does it roll? Uh, Those are all critical parts, but you know, the one thing you shouldn't fight for is being highest paid at the position. The most important thing is how much money you're going to make over the next three years as a player and how much is really guaranteed. I want to see those two elements first. But I said all along, they're going to get a deal done because I've done deals with Rocky Arsenal before, Zeke's agent. I've done deals or trades with Stephen Jones before. There's two deal makers there. So I knew a deal would get done. And, you know, good for Cowboy fans, great for fantasy owners, I guess. What does this mean for the other Cowboys that want to get paid? Yeah, so I think that 
to quickly move over to Dak Prescott. And I know that the difference there is within the organization, uh, Rocky Arsenault started the negotiation at a reasonable number. The Cowboys countered back at a reasonable number, and they worked themselves from there. From what I've heard about Dak Prescott, um, you know, that one, I had heard rumors that, you know, the agent asked for over 40 a year, but the Cowboys offered less than 25. So, you know, there's no real reason to have to start that was far apart, and that just makes the negotiations a lot more difficult. And I think this was just then slower played, and I think the Cowboys certainly can push pause. I, I like Dak Prescott, uh, but you can push pause. You've got his rights for three more years, basically, it's with the fourth year and two franchise tags. Go the Kirk Cousins route if you really want to get paid if he doesn't like the offers. You know, I, I agree with you, but they haven't shown themselves to do that in in the past, and we'll we will see what what they do with with Dak. Speaking of quarterbacks, um, it's being called four years, one thirty four, but we're being told one hundred and ten in guarantees. Now, Goff's only making about four million this year because you know those rookie deals are front loaded and then back loaded. Um, what are your thoughts on the Rams deciding Jared Goff is their guy? at a rate that I don't think a lot of people saw coming. Yeah, you know what? I didn't quite see it coming, too, but here's what I think everybody's doing. Everybody understands that Patrick Mahomes' deal is probably going to get done at the end of this year. And as soon as Patrick Mahomes puts the pen on paper, it's going to be, I think, north of, if not 40, right around $40 million a year. And that's going to reset the entire quarterback market. Even though you're not going to get Patrick Mahomes' money, I think Rams looked at this. I think that's why the Eagles looked at this. I think that's why the Cowboys should get a deal done with Dak. Because it's just going to take it to another level. And if Patrick Mahomes somehow throws 40 to 50 yard touchdown passes, he might be able to put 45 on the books or 43. And again, that means that all these other quarterbacks are going to rise with that because that's just the position. Think back this way. And I was talking to a friend today. I remember about 20 years ago, we were sitting around and, and Rich Gannon got a five year, $25 million offer from the Raiders. And everybody's like, wow, Rich Gannon got five years, $25 million. $25 million would insult the starting quarterback right now for a one-year deal if you're a starter in the NFL and you're good. You know, they're making now $32, $34 million a year. Where are we in 20 more years? And so with Patrick Mahomes right on the forefront of a possible deal at the end of this year, I think clubs are trying to get guys done before that happens. Mark Dominic, join us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm not sure what Antonio Brown was trying to win, posting his fines like – it's one thing to post fines, but to post one where you didn't show up for a walkthrough in Winnipeg when you were on the trip, it's like it's like bragging about throwing money out the window. Um, when when does this completely clear? Does this preseason completely clear Pittsburgh of any wrongdoing in how they handled Antonio Brown? Well, it shows you that they certainly cleaned it up more internally than what we all saw from the outside. It shows you to me that Mike Tomlin, I mean, I know Mike, I've worked with him for many years. Mike's not going to put up with it. And I think Mike had a, probably a different type of relationship with Antonio Brown, a lot more verbal and a lot more private than what we probably are hearing from the, from the Raiders' standpoint. It's, I'm blown away that he would share that. There's no sentiment of, of feeling bad for him. He just blew 40 something thousand dollars for no good reason and told everybody that basically I got paid and it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, that's just not the mentality I'm looking for. He's a great player. But this just continues to snowball from the helmet, from the cryogenics to the fines to the you know attitude. It's just been, look, you know, you got to understand why is why is the team getting rid of a guy? I know it seems like an easy question to answer, but I learned that sometimes the hard way that I didn't get to the bottom of the reason why. Why is this guy a free agent? Why is this guy in the market? Why is this guy be traded? Uh, you got to get to the bottom of that answer, and you got a better chance of being right about your decisions.
Mark Dominic joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I know that you had left Tampa before they drafted Jameis, but it's interesting that of the stories of the preseason, Antonio Brown, Cowboys, Packers, I want to get your thoughts there, maybe even a little Titans, obviously now Rams, some Chargers, uh, a lot of Patriots. No one's talking about Bruce Arians, who's been able to fix every quarterback he's seemingly worked with, trying to be the last guy to fix Jameis Winston. Can he? Yeah, so, look, I like Coach Arians as good as anybody. But if you go back and look at Bruce Arians, think about all the quarterbacks he's been whispering, right? Go back in his coaching career. He whispered Peyton Manning. Okay, good, good job. Whispered Andrew Luck. Whispered Carson Palmer. Whispered Ben Roethlisberger. Like, there's a chance you and I could whisper those guys pretty good. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is really his first, to me, this is his real first test to prove that he's the quarterback whisperer. He's worked with a lot of first-round picks. Carson Palmer, number one overall. Andrew Luck, number one overall. Peyton Manning, number one overall. Not the hardest job, so I'm not trying to be hard on Bruce Arians. Right, you're just, being real, you're just being realistic. He's being real and honest. But, hey, look, he hasn't really whispered court. You go fix Jimmy Garoppolo into a great quarterback, or you go fix whatever, you know, uh, you know, Zach Prescott into a great quarterback. I'm like, hey, that's a great job. Russell Wilson. But when you're taking number one picks and now you're a quarterback whisperer, I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out. And I'm also very curious on just the, the overall motivation um, about how this is going to play. Uh, Jameis can break your heart having lived in Tampa after uh, and watching Jameis the last couple of years and now moving on to Nashville. But having watched the games because it's so personal to me, um, you, you see a guy that just continues to make bad mistakes at the wrong time. And I don't know if they've got that changed. And one of the reasons that was, I think, the most important part for their offseason is to find a running back to take some pressure off. I don't think they did. And so I think it's going to be an interesting year. I, I'm certainly intrigued by James because he has all the talent, but he just doesn't make good decisions with the ball. Uh, you mentioned Nashville. They have their own issues. Same draft class, different quarterback. Um, and it, it's not as if to, uh, it's it's not as if they've been able to Marcus Mariota has absolutely locked up the deal. Like he he's going to be their starter, but it's not like people are throwing the parade knowing, hey, let's get him a new contract. Does that ultimately work? Yeah, you know, I think this one's availability is the first problem. I've talked to enough people within the organization, and not just coaches, because they're obviously going to be slighted or front office people who drafted him, but also the fact that you know, I've talked to players within the organization, players on the team that love him as a guy. They just think he's an elite type of human being. Walking through Chicago downtown, get ready for the game, and of course, get the game back home. But um, I think that I think that he has the ability to put it together. My concern with them, just in general, is just the overall skill set at the wide receiver spot and how good that's going to be for him this year. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That does sound like downtown Chicago. That really, really does. All right, I want you to take me to Chicago because you mentioned Nashville. Their offensive coordinator, uh, Matt Lafleur, is now the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And there's been this kind of public back and forth where Aaron Rodgers is like, you know, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I kind of do what I want here. And Matt Floor is like, yeah, yeah, it's great. But I was brought in to put in this offense. And we don't do the audible thing. We do a if this, then that sort of thing, which is a different way of doing sort of similar. Um, and it hasn't seemed to sit well with either of them. Does that marriage work? Uh, I don't know if it works. I think success is going to be the thing that's kind of – Always mask maybe a difference of opinion. Look, I, I think it's important when you've got a guy as talented as Aaron Rodgers to have the ability at the line of scrimmage to make adjustments or changes. I think that's showing you that 
there's a chance that the, you know, the relationship can work and will work well. So in that way, I, I kind of look at it and go, I, I think it has a chance. I'm very curious to see against the Bears defense on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Does that sound great? Yeah. Um, that we'll, that we'll get to see against a really talented Bears team that's a little old in the truth at cornerback to see what he decides to do with, you know, the run game with Aaron Jones, how he kind of, what, how much freedom he actually shows us at the line of scrimmage in terms of changing plays and, uh, and just the body language. Like a lot of times when I was a scout, uh, especially at quarterbacks, you know, you can watch them on the field and we all watch them on the field, but watching them when they get off the field, watching communicate with their coordinators or their other teammates, that tells you a big story about how they're actually doing. So I'll be watching that as much as you can. What about the bears? Um, last year, an outstanding year kind of took the league by storm a little bit. Obviously that division was a bit down, but there's a lot of questions about Trubisky. There's another guy that could be in line for a huge extension, but there seems to be a ceiling there, which is lower than some of his contemporaries. Are the bears better or worse this year? I think the bears overall are going to be better this year. I think uh, I'm very curious and excited to watch uh, their run game, not with Jordan Howard, but now with the young rookie Montgomery to see what he can do within the system. They've certainly been very high on him. Uh, I feel like, you know, just the continuity of that football team. I know it's a new defensive coordinator. Uh, I think Chuck Pagano does a very good job in coordinating defense. So I have a lot of confidence, but I don't think the Bears win the division. I think they make the postseason, but I think you'll see the, mind, the Minnesota Vikings back in the postseason and also division winners because I just think Minnesota's at a different level than I've seen them at uh, from just an overall confidence standpoint going into this year. So I've got the Bears in the playoffs, but I've got Minnesota winning that division. If Minnesota can stay healthy, that's a big gift. And if Kirk yes, Cousins sir. can win some, some, some big games. Mark, great stuff as always. Look forward to hearing you on SiriusXM NFL Radio. Appreciate your insight in the National Football League. Thanks for having me on. Parker. Pleasure is mine. Adam Lefko joins us upcoming next. He works for Bleach Report. Uh, does a, a bu- has his own show. Does a bunch of funny stuff. I'm going to ask him if the Cowboys should now make Dak Prescott the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. We'll discuss next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. I was watching one of these Ditch the Playbooks with uh, Lefko, with Adam Lefko is our, our next guest. Uh, first episode's up right now. You can find it on the BR app that's... Uh, uh, that's Bleacher Report, BR app. Falcons wide receiver Mohamed Sanu throws further than 28 current NFL quarterbacks, even his own quarterback, Matt Ryan. Lefko, what was it, 70 yards in the air? 71 and a half. And I want to give you a shout-out for the Isley Brothers music in transition. That is phenomenal. Yeah, that wasn't me. That was that was Ryan. But I do like Isley Brothers, but that wasn't... That's a shout-out to you, Ryan, who he has exceptionally poor taste in movies. Uh, but and very very opinionated, uh, and in movies, but exceptional taste in music. So that that's to you, Ryan. We appreciate that. Um, so, uh, so the ditch the playbook thing. So you went down, met him. I actually was watching the video uh, prior to the show, and you threw it. I thought your throw at forty nine yards wasn't bad. I mean, I'm not exactly signing you up to be a backup for the Dolphins because they're going to need a couple quarterbacks for that offensive line. But forty nine yards is not 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 a bad look. I appreciate that because I went around Super Bowl media day and Akeem Talib looked me up and down and said, bruh, you only got 35. It was a little insulting. So to get 49 said it straight, but to watch someone like Sanu go 71 and a half 
and know that he threw it further than his own quarterback and he threw it further than Tom Brady ever has and he threw it further than Russell Wilson ever has. I had never seen anything, man, and that thing was moving. Yeah. Who throws it the furthest in the NFL? Lamar Jackson? The three that are at the top, uh, Patrick Mahomes has the longest on record of 80. Uh, Josh Allen is right there, I think, at like 78. And Lamar Jackson does not have a long throw. In our investigation, we found a, quote, 95-yard throw in a high school game. But I can't tell how long the field is. So that might be season two getting Lamar out there. I got got to see that one. 95 yards would be insane. Problem is, can you actually throw it to the guys who you wanted to throw it who you want to throw it to, right? No, that's, that's no the, doubt. That, that's, that's the big thing. Uh, what do you think about the Cowboys and their decision to pay Zeke? I think it's proof that if you're ever in negotiations with your boss, the key is to not talk and let them do all the talking because that's what we just witnessed. Oh, Tony Pollard is the next Alvin Kamara. Oh, Zeke who? Oh, you know what? No rushing champ has ever won the Super Bowl. And all I heard out of Zeke was, I'm in Cabo. And so the fact that Jerry tried to talk all that talk for all those months and he still paid a running back $50 million guaranteed, I think we learned a lot from Zeke. And I think he out-negotiated the Jones family. Yeah, I, I think that the, this is Jerry being Jerry, though, right? Like, no matter what he says, this is what he's going to do. He's always done it. He can't even help himself. And really, that's probably why Parcells left. And that's why Jimmy Johnson left. Oh, and the problem is now is Stephen Jones is now involved, too. I mean, think about it. A few weeks ago, Stephen Jones was on the radio like four times a week giving different Zeke updates. The family, their publicity has gotten Jerry into the Hall of Fame, and it is who he is. But this is also the reason that they were paying back Tony Romo, all that guaranteed money all those years, and Jason Witten, and they couldn't make any moves. They were doing so well with Lyle Collins and Jalen Smith and getting ahead, and with Zeke, they got to pay. And I can't imagine if Dak wanted 40 then, what does he want now? Right, like he looks at Jared Goff and's like, really? Really? Oh, especially because if you look at Dak and you look at Jared Goff, I mean... Dak can go, hey, man, I've had Jason Garrett, and now you're giving me Kellen Moore. And, and my man Jared Goff out over there was Sean McVay. I don't think it's that far away from talent, but the numbers right now are, and I'm curious if Dak makes them up. Yeah, I mean, like, look, the, the, the one thing, and I would agree with you that, that before he had Kellen Moore, you know, you have, you have an offense which was really, really rudimentary. I think the big question— with no wide receivers. Correct, like, but— but but correct, but it's also fair. It would also be fair to say the year before they had wide receivers. Granted, Dez started to get long in the tooth, and so too did Witten. But it wasn't like he was setting the world on fire. Can he run an ornate offense? Can he? Can he be? Can he be the centerpiece of a sophisticated offense? That we don't know as much. We we always criticize the coaching, but maybe the coaching was so rudimentary because of the personnel they had. I'm willing to put myself out there right now. I've never been on your show before. I don't know what kind of stuff we can do, but I'm just letting you know that I would take Dak Prescott over Jared Goff. That's me. If I had to pick between those two, I wouldn't. Same, that's fine. I, I figured. I mean, I know this is an unpopular opinion. No, 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 no. But I would take Dak going forward over Goff. Okay. I mean, we look, and I will point out that we were both we were at both their team camps, Rams and the Cowboys, and both teams were kind of the same in that. They gave you the sense that both guys had taken a step in terms of like they're clearly the guy. They're clearly yeah. the 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 most important voice in the room. And they have a 
and you know this from from covering it, and now all of a sudden, now with with your new show going around to all these teams, like there's just something about a real NFL quarterback where they, without trying to, kind of take over room, and both those guys have grown into that role. I just don't think that that Dak's that accurate. I and and I do think that uh, I do think that even though uh, Goff may not be the athlete and may not have the toughness of Dak. He's a much right. better thrower of the football. Oh, I think so, too. I think the only thing that I have an issue with Goff when I really look at it is if you look at his like touchdown-interception ratio when he's on the road, it plummets. I think, he's, I think he might have more interceptions than touchdowns, or it's almost even. And my issue with Goff is that when there's pressure in his face, uh, I've seen him collapse now in some big games. And I'm not saying – like I think Jared Goff is a very good quarterback. But – I look at Prescott, and I think he's really come alive in some big moments. And I'm, I'm hoping they advance the offense, but with Travis Frederick back and now Zeke in the fold with no questions and the offensive line healthy, Dallas could be dangerous. I'm excited to see what he can do. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is you're, you're listening to Adam Lefko, of course. Uh, ditch the playbook with Lefko. It's available on the BR app. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Let's, let's talk about tomorrow night's game. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers is like, look, I've been Aaron Rodgers my whole life, and I've been Aaron Rodgers my whole life in the NFL, and I kind of do my thing. I go up there, and if I don't like what I see, I do what the hell I want. And now you got Matt LaFleur, who's like 20 years old, comes in and is like, you know, we do this other thing. I did it with Mariota last year. Kyle Shanahan does it, and we kind of give you two choices. And, and you know, uh, you're sitting there, and you got – Aaron Rodgers saying, yeah, but I'm the best quarterback in the NFL. I do what I want. How do you think this ends up? I think it ends up beautiful because I think what he's had with McCarthy is he has two options now. With McCarthy, he only had one option. So the offense, what that just devolved into in Green Bay towards the end, was a combination of slant and flat all the time. And that's why Aaron Rodgers never waited. and He always wanted to hurry up and he was avoiding coaching anyway. So Aaron Rodgers, I've already seen him interviewed publicly talking about it. He has been an admirer of the Shanahan system forever. The reason is, is because you can have multiple looks that all look the same. And really, if you have a quarterback with the mental capacity of Aaron Rodgers, he can call a lot of audibles and you might think it's that same draw play, but now we're doing a quick screen. So I think the fact that he's going to have any advanced offense to work off with is great. I honestly think the fact that he's with a coach similar to his age, he needs a coach that's willing to adapt. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is this stubborn guy, stubborn guy that only wants to call his plays. I think he's looked at Brady over the years, and he's looked at these offensive coordinators like Drew Brees and Sean Payton, and he's gone, man, if I could have some semblance of an advanced offense, what I could do with my abilities, I think it could be special, especially with this offensive line healthy. I agree with you, but everyone says they want new and different until they actually get new and different, right? So uh, that that's always kind of fascinating. What about Trubis- yeah? But at the same time, Doug, at the same time, when you've been in a stale relationship for a long time, yep. you try really hard in the beginning, and that's where I think he is right now. Great point. Ad Lefko joining us. Ditch the playbook with Lefko. He joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. What about the other side of tomorrow night's game? The, the Bears. Um, they had an outstanding season, obviously traded for Khalil Mack, dominated the league defensively, but new defensive coordinator. And I think a lot of people want to point out, hey, you know, I like Trubisky, but there's a ceiling there. And the division, last year Detroit, first year coaching staff. Last year, a lot of injuries in Minnesota. Uh, last year, Packers dysfunctional. Might be the best division in football. 
Are the Bears better or worse this year? I think the Bears are, I think they're a little bit worse just because that's how much respect I have for Vic Fangio. Uh, in terms of the talent, I mean, returning 10 guys on the defense and you add somebody like Cordero Patterson on offense and Allen Robinson one year removed from an ACL, I see a lot of potential. In terms of Trubisky, it's interesting because he started last year so strong, going 3-1 and one in September, uh, looking great out the gates. But I also think that was Nagy kind of capturing people by surprise. I think what's interesting about tomorrow night's game is I look back, the Thursday night season opener, there's been 17 since uh, they started this with television. The home team has won 14 of the 17. The last one was the Chiefs upsetting the Patriots when we learned who Kareem Hunt was for the first time. So I, I think the home field advantage will be interesting especially when you factor in this team blew a 20 to nothing lead to Rodgers last year after he broke his knee, like right after halftime. So it'll be interesting. The Packers linebacking core is messed up. They just traded for a linebacker. And I got to think when you're going up against the Bears team with all of those running backs like Tariq Cohen and Montgomery, and you just got Cordero Patterson and dudes flying across the middle, they're going to test that. So I think Mitch looks good uh, tomorrow night, but I don't know if they win the division. Can you figure out what Antonio Brown's doing on social media? Yes. Uh, Antonio Brown is the guy, is the same guy in your office that goes, just being honest. And eventually you just get numb to it all because he just always says how he feels. And right now, Antonio Brown, he went through a, a messy breakup and now he can't find anywhere to go where he can have control. He doesn't, he doesn't know the social media guy. He doesn't know the marketing guy. He doesn't even have a helmet guy. I think Antonio Brown's like internalizing all of this and just lashing out, but we're so used to him having blonde mustaches that it's not shocking anymore. Yeah, the idea that you would miss a walkthrough in Winnipeg when you're in Winnipeg. Like, right? Have you been to Winnipeg, though? I understand. But oh, like- man. Awesome. Yeah. The, karaoke, the karaoke scene is wild. AB up there doing, you know, some, some tunes. It's perfect. I mean, what else were you doing that you couldn't make it through walkthrough that you had to, you lost $13,900? That's a whole segment. What was Antonio Brown doing in Winnipeg? Man, we could, that's like 20 ideas right there. There you go. Ditch the playbook with Lefko. You can look for ideas just like that one. The first episode is <laughs> Muhammad Sanu. Wait till you see uh, how far he throws a football, a thrower Dude. of the football. Why and next week we all know that Sean McVay has a big brain yes. and he remembers every play he's ever called. But what if we go back in the time machine and show him the plays that he's played? Will he remember that? Coming up next week on Ditch the Playbook. Let's go. Man, you're kind of my idol with the show. That did you come up with the idea for the show? You just get to like come up with an idea and then do it, or do you? Is this a producer-based show? Uh, I mean, I have some, but. I get bored, and I want to NBAify the NFL uh-huh. because I feel like nobody knows who these guys are. Agree. So my thing is, I want to be the uh, the next Ahmad Rashad of Ooh. the NFL, so I can say my man a lot. So you got to you got to latch on to the Jordan of the league, right? That was I think that's, that's Mahomes. I think I need to be Mahomes' best friend. We're working on it. Yeah, the the fact that the best quarterback in the NFL has the worst voice of any quarterback is bro. Right, like it's it's that's, it's that's not, another idea. Right, it's season not season two. Season two, ditch the playbook. Patrick Mahomes reads Doctor Seuss. <laughs> well, redfish, bluefish. <laughs> it's it's a lot like like remember when David Beckham he came over and he started speaking to him like, I don't care what women think of David Beckham. Like dudes are not going to get behind this guy if he talks. Don't say anything because I hurt because I and 
Yes, the, the mismatch, Mike Tyson, the mismatch voices for what somebody does for a living could be a fantastic show for you. Oh, I mean, I have the voice of like a 45-year-old divorcee, yes. and I don't look like that at all. So I totally know what those guys are going through. Awesome stuff. Adam, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you, man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. I see something on the betting lines that I just really like, right? I really, really like. And I want to share it with you. And so we call it... Get busy, baby. Let's do this. It's going down. Oh, yeah? You want to bet? Yeah, I, I actually do want to bet. Now, we'll have our five for five, our NFL picks. Um, We'll have our NFL picks on Friday, as we do throughout football season. But I'm sitting here going... Aaron Rodgers has completely and thoroughly dominated the Chicago Bears, is he not? Huh? Throughout his career, go and look at the numbers of Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. It is kind of amazing. And I understand you know, you're sitting there going like, well, hey, not these Chicago Bears. Uh, all right. Well, um, he'll play his 20th regular season game against the Bears. And he's won 19 previously. So, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> They're three-point dogs in Chicago. Weather, not a factor. Not a factor. And while they did have a comeback last year, the biggest reason they had to come back was Aaron Rodgers missed most of the first half of the knee injury. When Aaron Rodgers on the field, he's the best player. We would all agree that the Packers' defense is kind of nasty. Young, athletic. They got some issues at linebacker. But I, I don't know. I, I just I don't see it with Trubisky. I do think the team doesn't get discussed enough, but their nemesis is the Green Bay Packers, healthy or not healthy, and the Packers are, in fact, healthy. So um, I like the Green Bay Packers plus three tomorrow night. Get busy, baby. Let's do this. It's going down. Really? You want a bat? What do other running backs around the NFL think about Ezekiel Elliott's new contract? Find out next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we like to get you caught up on as many stories as possible, and there are a lot brewing in the world of sports. We call it the press. The press. Dan Beyer, he covers it all for us. DB, what do you got? And Doug, a little self-promotion for myself. I'll be continuing Sunday afternoons here on Fox Sports Radio, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Ephraim Salam and I will team up uh, over the next 17 weeks, kind of giving you a red zone radio look at what's happening in the NFL. So we'll have the late games covered and obviously leading into Sunday night, but that all launches with week one coming up this Sunday. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that Cowboys-Giants game, which is a Sunday afternoon kickoff in Big D. And, of course, those Dallas Cowboys will have Ezekiel Elliott, who agreed to a $90 million extension with the Cowboys early this morning. It's happy for me to be here. Uh, you know, just the energy in the, in the building was awesome, man. You know, very uplifting. Because, honestly, last night uh, I went to bed in a bad place. So, you know, just waking up and getting that call and, you know, and being able to come in this morning and see these guys. 
Don't know what bad place he was in, but he's out of it now with that new deal. Yeah, I don't think he was in a bad place. I don't. I, I don't think Ezekiel Elliott knows really what a bad place is. If that was a bad place, knowing that he was either going to make fourteen million a year or fifteen million a year, I don't think that's that's the definition of a bad place. Something Cincinnati is a bad place. Just kidding, Cincinnati. I'm oh! totally kidding. I just needed a transition to hear from Joe Mixon, the Bengals running back, and what he thinks about Zeke's new deal. We all happy for him as you know, running backs around the league. So. You know, just for him, Todd, and, you know, hopefully Melvin next. So, uh, you know, we're going to definitely be happy for Melvin as soon as he, whatever his situation is. But, you know, I always wish the best for him, and, you know, I'm happy that he got paid. A lot of running backs are. Yeah, I mean, but they, they think, like, that's me. And, like, you know, Joe, you play for the Cincinnati Bengals. They are the cheapest team in North America, right? Like, you weren't healthy last year, and they're the cheapest team, and you got the deal at Oklahoma. All these things are knocking against you. You know, it's funny. Everybody talks about, oh, the first-round draft pick stuff is terrible for running backs. Like, well, it's not bad for Rashad Penny. He's not even the starter in, in yeah, Seattle. Right. right. No one's going like, man, Rashad Penny totally getting over in the Seahawks, not starting. By the way, that was one of my gripes about hard knocks is you wouldn't even have known that Josh Jacobs was on the team. You know, we talked about other guys, but – for for all of I the thought coverage. Hard Knocks was disappointing this year. Yes, I agree, and I I didn't like I I had read uh, via Twitter that Mayock didn't let the cameras in on the cuts. I don't like that. Yeah, that's part of the deal. Yeah, exactly. Also uh, shows you are I understand that it's a difficult you know situation, and he's uh, you know doing it for the first time. But hey, it's the part of the deal, right? Yes, absolutely. Plus, it's not like you haven't been on TV before. You don't have handlers. <laughs> Correct. Correct. He should have had Rich Eisen and, and Mooch and all them in there on the cuts. It would have been a lot easier. That would have been funnier. Bears tight end Trey Burton considered questionable for tomorrow's opener against Green Bay with a groin injury after he was limited in the team's walkthrough today. Just heard you're, uh, you like the Packers plus three tomorrow? I do like the Packers. You don't like the Packers. You think the Packers are a mess. I, I like the Packers plus three tomorrow. I just think that there's going to be issues. I really – I do. I just – I'm I'm not sold on the Matt Lafleur era. You know what? You are, you're going to have issues. <laughs> By the way, all the comments on my uh, picks positive. Pete Alonso hit his MLB leading 45th home run of the season for the Mets in their 8-4 victory over the Nationals today. But the bad news for the Mets is Wilson Ramos's 26 game hit streak came to an end. Went 0 for 4. In fact, almost looked like he had a hit. Then you remembered it was Wilson Ramos running. Howie Kendrick threw him out from shallow center. And uh, into the hit streak at 26. Howie Kendrick still get it done, huh? Yeah. I, I think Major League Baseball needs a good old hit streak. You know, to get up there in the late 30s. Those, you don't have too many of those anymore. And those are fun. Each at bat for that player that night is something else. Ah. Did you ever follow a hit streak? I did. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember Cal Ripken had one one year, right? Um. Uh, my boy yeah. Matt Holiday had a 44-game on-base streak. But, uh, yeah, hit streaks, no one's ever going to pass 72. Uh, or, yeah, or 56. 56, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. The definitely Paul no one's going to pass 72. No, definitely. Paul Molitor had his. Paul Molitor, right? Up. Yeah, that was, that's probably the one I remember most. It was a very big deal. Pete Rose had a 44-game you know, hit streak. Uh, Yankees starter Giancarlo Stanton, he's played nine games this season, but Yankees could be getting him back soon. Reports say he's making progress from now his knee injury and will face live pitching soon. Could be available for the Yankees in the postseason. Hmm. The I Yankees are going to be fi- Huh? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. They need him. Well, they need him in the postseason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... They got a they got one heck of a lineup, don't they? Really yeah. remarkable. That Yankee, like Yankee love 
fast was like three months or like one season when Judge was new and right. Sanchez was like, but then it just ended really quickly. You're like, oh, wow, you can cheer for these Yankees. Uh, Jason Tatum is going to miss Team USA's next two games at the FIBA World Cup after spraining his ankle in their opening win against Turkey. But a sprained ankle considering, you know, you feel like it could have been worse. Guy plows into him uh, and he rolls his ankle. Thankfully, he'll be fine. That means he'll play in the medal rounds. Pelicans guard Lonzo Ball admitted to Josh Hart on Hart's podcast that his big baller brand shoes exploded when he wore them in the 2017 NBA Summer League. Yeah, they were terribly made shoes. I said it on this show. Remember that the Lakers training staff had told him, don't wear those shoes. They're not NBA caliber shoes. They will roll on you. They'll buckle on you. They'll rip on you. What are you doing? He uh, said that when he put on a different pair or a new pair, he started playing better, but he didn't want to hurt the brand, so he didn't want to speak out against the uh, the poor nature of it, so continued to wear them. That happens. That Doesn't that even happen in college at times? Like there's maybe shoe deals that guys have to play. I should yeah, remember, but like, you can usually get your own. You can usually figure it out okay. and get your own. Get, your, get, get a kind of shoe you like. Doug, finally, it's all on the shoulders of Rafael Nadal to keep the men's draw at the U.S. Open relevant. Nadal in quarterfinal action tonight against Diego Schwartzman. Of course, Roger Federer was ousted yesterday in the quarterfinals. Rafa tries to go to the uh, semifinals tonight. What should be noted as Novak Djokovic closes in on Roger Federer's 20 grand slams, Rafa's actually ahead of Djokovic right now with 18, so if he wins the U.S. Open, could pull within one of Roger Federer. Yeah, so if you were going to rank them... All time, and, and remember, most of Nadal's are at yes. uh, are at Roland Garros. But if you're going to rank them, but he also he had injuries which derailed his career. Who? How would you rank them one through three? Uh, Federer one, Djokovic two, Nadal three. I think Fed set the bar after Sampras, like he was the one to start, and then yeah. those guys closed in. And uh, I think Djokovic has had the worst injury of uh, any of them, and his total could have been higher. What, the shoulder? Just, yeah, I mean, there was a couple of years where he was great, then he yeah, wasn't. so did Nadal. So, yeah, no, but also on the surfaces when Nadal's got, what, 12 French Opens or whatever? Yes, yes. So, no, it's, yeah. it's a great point. But to be a guy who's a dominant in clay court and be able to win on the other courts, yeah, pretty impressive. And that's Stan Byer with the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. So Zeke is in camp. He's playing a play this weekend. Bad news for the New York Giants. No Melvin Gordon, but that's not really a comp. A guy with one 1,000-yard season going against a guy who has one 1,400-yard-plus, one 1,600-yard-plus season. I think the Cowboys overpaid, but they're the Cowboys. They always overpay. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 